Welcome to the Ashenden Anemometer, as at the 19th of March 2022. The Spring Equinox Special. Well, that actually comes round about 3.30pm on the 20th, but let's not quibble about two minutes of sunrise time, lest I'm encouraged to burst forth with vital information about our wobble around the mean obliquity of the elliptic. Sorry, ecliptic? Ah, I thought that'd settle you down nicely. Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Let's dive straight in. Mid-morning on the 11th, 54.1 miles per hour of gust blew in from the southeast. the sort of figure we Ashendonians expect. Daily gusts were over 40 miles per hour at the end of February, but down to daily gusting around 30 miles per hour by mid-March. Certainly nothing sustained for hours as we saw courtesy of Eunice. Beaufort telltales are down to reedy wind-whistling wires and wavy trees as Eunice had literally swept everything else loose aside. After seeing her effects on the O2's dome pate, I decided to have what little silvery-grey insulation lay on my dome severely shortened in readiness for spring conditions. And lo, it became warmer, temporarily at least. 80. 6 millimetres of rain doused us last month, about a quarter of which fell on the 16th. With warmer, more favourable conditions, Hector has begun showering us with fresh rabbits. A friendly, if not foolhardy kite, has been perching on our green-gauge tree, and more latterly, my telescope, picking up post-hectorial remains and shouting if they have not arrived on time for breakfast. Prescient as ever, Fitzroy's Stormglass has been showing signs of fluffy, V-tailed, wing-like structures. Despite a long feline acquaintance, nothing cat-like seems to leap out at us from its sculptures, which is probably a good thing. Air quality right now in Ashenden shows a moderate level of pollution, about the same as Paris at 37 AQI. I had a quick look at Kive which shows about 46 AQI. However, only small particulates are measured. Large, unwanted lumps of detritus, arriving mostly by air, though some on foot, from a generally easterly direction, are too well documented elsewhere for me to bother venting much spleen. The Ukrainians, equivalent to David, seem to be surprisingly up for ejecting this Goliath deluge of unwanted crap, particularly its human presentation though I know there is some debate on that. Uh, the use of the word human, I mean. Apparently, one of the sanctions imposed is not to use human in the same sentence as the word Putin. Cretin and... are perfectly acceptable substitutes. So let's sum up this month. Maximum gust, 54.1 miles per hour. Perfectly adequate performance. Rain gauge, 80.1 millimetres, which is about 800 times bigger than a Putin. Uh, NB, the Putin is a measure used to express inadequacy. Beaufort scale, 6 to 7. Readiness of overhead wires, definitely not pitch perfect. 
Fitzroy Stormglass, telling tales. Hectorisation, two rabbits daily and rising. Air quality, moderate. Now, the moment has arrived for strange storms to sweep in. We have reached J. Hurricane Janet was the most powerful tropical cyclone of the 1955 Atlantic hurricane season and one of the strongest Atlantic hurricanes on record. Janet was also the first named storm to have a thousand deaths and the first Category 5 storm named to be retired. On September the 26th, the Hurricane Hunter plane, Snowcloud 5, attempted to penetrate the eye. She and her crew of nine did not return. The only plane ever to be lost on an Atlantic hurricane mission. Further wind speed measurement the following day recorded 175 miles per hour. That sustained wind speed we're talking about. Imagine a 500 mile diameter circle that would cover England, consisting of winds above 100 miles an hour. Not gusts, but sustained wind, not dropping below 50 miles per hour anywhere in the UK. Janet was responsible for more than $66 million worth of damage. That's in 1955 terms. Times that by 10 and you get an idea of its destruction in today's value. Not surprisingly then that Janet's name was struck off the list. Well, that's all from me, Richard Phillips, at 158 metres above sea level, gradually venturing out further afield in search of that definitive shandy. Bye.